On today's episode of Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we bring back public address announcer Andrew Ember. We bring him back to talk about how he's feeling about this season for the Florida Panthers, how ready he is for the playoffs. And we're also going to talk about some of the new gigs that Andrew Ember has been uh, involved in all throughout this season, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the special edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. On this episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we bring in the public address voice of the Florida Panthers. It's a voice that all of you have heard many times around FLA Live Arena, especially the loud goal call, especially with the amount of goals that the Florida Panthers have scored in this 2021-2022 season. And I'm very thankful to be bringing in uh, the public address voice of the Florida Panthers, Andrew Ember, his second appearance on the show Ember, welcome back to the show. Glad to have you here. Thanks for having me again. I guess uh, we survived the first time, huh? Yeah, and honestly, the last time I brought you in here, uh, the introducing you and impersonating your uh, goal call, uh, it was only going to be a one-time thing. I thought about it doing the second go-around. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I could perfect that uh, doing it twice. I think uh, if if you do it right the first time, I think that speaks for itself, right? Yeah, and you know, I want to hand it over all all to the guy who is more experienced in this and definitely uh, does this for a living. But we're 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 here to we're here to talk about you. We're here to talk about the Panthers, all your takes and all that stuff. Some of uh, some uh, off the ice uh, stuff that you are uh, in, involved in outside of what you do. Um, but first of all, the Florida Panthers at home, 30, 36 and 0, and you get not necessarily a front row seat, but I mean, you 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 get a good view of where what what the Panthers have been doing uh, this season. Talk about how are you feeling about this season as a whole? I think uh, if we can describe the season in one word, I think a lot of longtime fans will probably agree it's kind of dream or dreamlike i mean gosh i can't think of another franchise that deserves the season that we've been having more than this one we know we're not going to list off all the stuff that we've been through but we know as a fan base we've been through a lot uh from bad luck to just unfortunate circumstance and uh we've been we've been owed a season like this for a long time and I mean, obviously, last season was great, too. Um, one of the best regular seasons we've ever had. But COVID shortened, uh, not full capacity crowds allowed, um, a really unfortunate first round matchup um, against a team that was, you know, doing a special dance around the cap. So, I mean, a lot of unfortunate stuff happened last year again. Like, you know, we're, we're kind of used to that. So, I mean, uh, just to end up in this position where everything has gone so well, Obviously, um, that hinges on our, our good friend uh, Aaron Eckblad coming back healthy for the playoffs. But um, this season has just been a dream. Um, it, it's been almost historic on home ice, as uh, you know the records would indicate. But now 
they've caught up on the road. They're one of the best road teams now in hockey. Um, it's just a juggernaut, right? I mean, it's a juggernaut and it's exactly what these fans and this organization deserves. Um, and I think at this point, it's just kind of like running out the clock, taking a few knees and trying to get to the playoffs, right? Because that's when uh, the real season begins at this point, which is refreshing to say, because in the past, you know, it's been, oh man, I just want to make the playoffs so bad. I just want to sneak in there. I want to get that first round experience. I just want to, you know, get all these, these amazing things. And now it's okay. We're in, we're going, we're one of the favorites. We're a contender. Let's get the dance started and see what we can do when we're there. <laughs> what 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 an opening uh what an opening statement from andrew imber and um like we said like i said at the top 36 um 36 and 0 at home um crazy how the florida panthers started 4-4-4 four, four, and four. now their road record comes up to 21 9 and 6 on the road one of the best road records after a an okay start their goal differential in in those 12 road games were at a minus one that that's all that was so we we knew that they were this team was going going to at least catch up a little bit in in the in the road play and it's resulted in the top spot in the east as of right now still have a little bit of way to go um to to clinch that top spot but i i've been to in person in person i've been to two games um sitting down low and of course every single time i sit down there i look at different parts of the arena i look at benches of course I look to a certain direction, seeing where the studio desk for Bally Sports is. Look up to the press box. Look up to the, um, you know, the booths where the broadcasters are. And then, and then I, I, and then of course I see you from a little bit of distance. You know, you, I look like an ant to you, and of course you look like an ant to to me. So you've had a little bit of maneuvering over the last few seasons. Of course, with COVID first coming, you had to move to, towards the middle, but now you're at a different vantage point um to where you call goals uh talk talk about the difference um in your current vantage point and if, if this is a vantage point that you want to stick with uh past this season i apologize i think uh my cat is meowing in the background so sorry <laughs> if that uh comes up on the this the uh the audio or not but yeah no it's it's been wild um because, yeah, for my first five seasons, it was literally just same seat, same spot, every single game, same place, same time, same network, right? So, I mean, it was literally ice level. I was between the penalty boxes, um, and it was the same vantage point. And then, like you said, as COVID hit, it was it began in the musical chairs, right? It was I was in the suite level, calling from a suite during the COVID season. Um, this year, I think I believe I started out in the press box towards the middle. There was, like, this open spot. Um, then I moved back down towards the same center spot that I was, but not in a suite. This time I was in the camera pit between the cameras, um, and then back up to the press box and then over in the press box. And now I think, um, we've kind of settled into the newest spot, which is I'm actually with my game presentation team, uh, the DJ, and I actually am right next to the goal horn now, which I have now, uh, hit for the first time in my career. It's been seven seasons and I had never touched the goal horn. Um, and now it wasn't during a goal, but to welcome the team back to the ice, I actually welcome them and hit the horn at the same time. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, from an actual vantage point, um, it's a different game. I mean, when I was a fan, I really enjoyed sitting up in like the three hundreds and kind of just getting that perspective. Um, there were times at ice level where you do lose the puck um, because you're just so close. And when it goes into the corners, 
like it's, it's just gone and you kind of have to, Oh, is there a TV monitor I can check out? Um, I do like being upstairs um, because you really see the plays develop. You have a great seat. Um, the only disadvantage is a little bit slower of communication with off ice. And if there's a crazy penalty, you might have to call down uh, and get the exact, um, you know, parameters and what happened. So um, there are every seat comes with its pros and cons. Um, but I would say that I, I do like being upstairs. Um, I, I'm not alone now, which is kind of nice. Um, I get to take in the game with, with some of my coworkers and I think that makes me even more of a fan. I mean, when we were making some of these comebacks in the last homestand, I was jumping up and down. We were hitting each other. We were high-fiving like it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to more of that as we get closer to some big games here. Mm -hmm. And that also tells me the human, the more of the human side of things with you as well. Of course, um, you tell you, you telling me that you're the one that um um presses the goal horn when they come out. It, I, I assume it's um it's um someone else during uh goals. Um they they don't assign you that, correct? Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay. So so of course of course dif um difference when coming out. So it's 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 more uh, scripted versus the goals. You know they can come at any time, but um. And and you get to and you get to have a little bit of a sense of more of like a community around you that you're all cheering for a team. I mean, thirty again, thirty six and zero at home. You haven't had a you haven't had to deal with a bunch of duds uh, th this year. I mean, it, it's crazy because you talk about we talk about that three game losing streak at home just just um, alone like just a, a month and a half ago back in February. As far as that, getting so used to winning, when that streak happened, and as far as uh, being uh, pre presenting in the arena, how's that feeling like when that ha when that stretch happened? Yeah, it's weird, right? Because like the team is thirty six and zero, as you said, at home ice, and um, it really feels like they're a hop, skip, and a jump away from being like undefeated. Like it's it's literally just these. I know it was the Seattle was the first one, which is just, you know, a complete weird situation. Um, just didn't have it that night. Um, the, a couple of these short losing streaks where it just kind of like snowballs in these small moments. One of them was the game where I think half our team was out for COVID yep. um, against the Kings. And uh, you, you think about it, it's just like without these little, little uh, small lapses, like it's hard to think of a time where they were genuinely losing games or playing poorly at home, which is amazing. Um so, yeah, I mean, this year, thank goodness, right? You're kind of like, huh, this is weird. Like, I'm not used to, you know, saying the road team's name first at the end of the period. Like, the score is the road team. Like, you're just not used to that. You're not used to uh, their videos that play differently. Like, we play the comeback if we're down uh, after two periods. Like, it's just these unusual circumstances where it's just these subtle little shifts. Um but yeah, in a season like this, you can't help but get used to winning. You can't get uh, help but get used to all the amazing uh, little things that you don't even think about. All the goal calls, like you said, like my goodness, on these these big stretches of, of uh, home stands of just nine, eight, six, five, nine. Like it's just unbelievable totals that we're putting up here. Um, it's it's you know it goes back to your first question. Just just a special season. Um, and I know I'm not taking a second of it for granted. And I imagine most fans would say the same. Apologies for interrupting this conversation with public address announcer, Andrew Ember, but we need to first talk about bet online and BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your 
betting, stats, sports, and info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. I also want to ask, um, last time you were on, and you 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 tell this story a lot with how in your first season you were just trying to make it, not trying to hyperventilate um, when when the playoffs first came around. You say you say, okay, the playoffs is here, time for pe- preparation, time to get ready. As far as you personally, how how different is it? this time around in preparing are you as nervous as are are you nearly as nervous as before or is it just knowing that this is a back-to-back season you um in in the dance and knowing that this team is is winning at at a high level is it or is is it like more of a just just another game day How, how are you seeing these upcoming playoffs for yourself i've been waiting for this for a long time um I tell the story about how when I was at the playoffs, every home game back in 2012 uh, against the Devils in that instant classic series, um, I wanted that to be the last time where another voice was causing the goosebumps at a playoff game. And that came true because the next time I made the playoffs was 2016, which was my first year, 15, 16 in the organization. And as you said, that year, though, it, the, the moment was big for me. Like I was like you said, I was trying to survive. I had grown from the first months, but I was I still had a lot to learn. Um, and then our next chance was the qualifiers that didn't even happen here. And then the one after that was half capacity crowd against Tampa last year. So I have been waiting for this moment where the building's going to be sold out. It's going to be rabid. It's going to be raucous. Um, and I'm, and the moment is not too big for me. And that's where we're at now. Um, I know that I'm ready and I don't even know what it, where I'm going to go during these games. I just know that I'm going to leave it all out there because man, if I can do anything to contribute to the cause, if I can do an extra crowd pump, get a little louder, hold a note a few seconds longer, anything that gets the crowd going and makes them feel that goosebumps and, and and says, wow, like I'm in this special moment. Like I'm going to do everything I can to make this an unforgettable experience. And like I said, I've been waiting for this moment. Some would say all my life, like I'm, I'm ready to take off here and this is going to be fun. Come May. (laughs) I hope, I hope that we have like a final minute of a, of a clincher um, that you're announcing an empty net goal. Uh, for the Panthers to clinch a game and clinching the series and that you get to like ring it as loud as you want. And, you know, you never know. It might be you who who knows. You, you never know how long you're going to uh, hold it until that moment happens. You might say, OK, I might do it a, 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 like maybe five seconds. But who knows? You might be so excited that you might hold it out for 10 seconds. Who knows? It, it's just a matter of getting there. And I think. I think when you put emotion into a game and you being a fan, you never know where that can take you. A hundred percent. It could end up like a, a a soccer goal call. Right. I mean, it's just like, you just, in that moment, it just rings and rings and, and uh, man, I, I just can't wait to find out. Right. I think none of us can wait to, to see 
all the little fun that that's what this is all about, right? This is a journey and the playoffs is, is that point that we all wanted to get to. It's the reward. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen when we get there, but we're sure going to have fun finding out together. <laughs> for, for sure. And, and I'm excited for the journey as well. Um, one thing I want to get into for, for sure is, um, is all the latest gigs that you've had uh, for PA announcing outside of um, doing Florida Panther games. I mean, your resume is just building and building and building and your, your presence, even on your social media channels are, are growing as well based on when they hear that unique voice, they know, Oh, there people are going to know that's Andrew Ember. Um, and you've now for about a year now, you've done uh, basketball and football for uh, FAU and now you picked up spring training at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches for the Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals. Um, talk about that. Talk about those experiences and how and how the last year ha has been. Because I also know you you knew you did FAU hockey uh, for about ten years as well. Talk about your latest experiences on your new gigs. Yeah, you know it's interesting. It's uh, it was just dumb luck that I fell into the FAU football thing. There. Uh, main announcer was uh, unable to to go this year or this past year and I had a connection from back when I interned at ESPN radio and he was like look I know a pro announcer he's from FAU he's an it's his alma mater uh let's see if he's ready this was five days before the season started uh and I was like let's do it baby like I, it's something that I had always wanted to do um and I'm coming off of a stretch where uh, you know, in my first years with the Panthers, I was doing marketing by day. I was doing content writing by day, social media, stuff that I wasn't really enjoying. And so this year, and especially coming off of COVID, where it was just kind of like you see the world change and you see how fragile life is. Um, I was just kind of like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. Let's see if I can somehow make the dream come true and do announcing full time. Um, and I'm definitely not there yet. Um, but you know, I, I went from the football to the basketball with FAU. I've done softball with FAU. Um, and then when the spring training opportunity came up, I mean, obviously I was like, let's do it. And unfortunately, the first uh, it got delayed and and about half of it got chopped off because of labor negotiations. Um, but that was an amazing experience um, to get to represent the Astros and the Nationals. Um, so, yeah, it was just it was a lot of fun. It was awesome to get to try out all these sports like on different on high levels um to find out that man i really really liked basketball like doing college basketball was a ton of fun even more than i thought it would be so you just kind of get to see all these things and look i mean like um i hope that someday i can do announcing full-time to the point where i don't even have to think about hey how am i going to pay the bills how am i going to you know do I have to go back to school for another career do i have to start doing marketing again you know all that kind of stuff and i think i can do it um, I'm starting up now, uh, just it's in the infancy stages of some Kaiser, uh, Kaiser university. I'm doing some public address and play by play, did some flag football. I'm going to do some lacrosse. So, I mean, like all, all those sports are there. Um, and my, I have huge dreams, man. Like I want to, I want to be known as that big voice. Um, I want to do the Olympics. I want to do the world cup. I want to do these major events. Um, but the main focus I have is and always is the Panthers. I want to be that 50 year voice. It's just like, oh man, this is the only voice I remember because it's just, just been this, this is synonymous with the arena. And so I, I want to be there forever. And I also want to do these amazing experiences kind of on the side. So, 
that's just been part of the dream, man. I'm just trying to build my dream, trying to build my empire. Um, and it's not easy. There's been ups and downs. There still are ups and downs. Um, but I'm going to do my best to make the dream come true and make more dreams come true and, and just get to do this, um, hopefully for a long time. I remember you said on the last time you were here that the Panthers are your baby, that it's like priority number one. And of course, uh, the the managers and the people who schedule you for other other gigs they know they they know that's it it's like nope i'll be i'll be at fla live arena on this day and of course they could see the panthers schedule themselves and of course uh see that but i also i also a follow-up question i want to uh ask you uh, on the air i was kind of like messing with you a little bit like last week when the panthers had their two matinee games in new jersey and buffalo when one of them was the comeback and I, I saw that you were having like maybe day six or seven of nine at doing spring training. And I met, I replied to your story saying, I hope you caught that comeback. And then you said, of course, <laughs> like joke, joking around a little bit. But I, I, the, the follow-up is like when you're doing these other gigs and of course the Panthers are on the road, how do you, what's your process of like keeping up versus like staying present in like the job that you're doing at the time? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great question. Obviously, it depends on the sport, right? I mean, fortunately, with baseball, there's a lot of downtime. No one's going yes. to no pretend it's the fastest-paced sport out there. So, yeah, 100%. When I was at a spring training game, I had my phone up. Um, I was usually just following on, you know, like an ESPN game tracker. Um, and, yeah, I would announce a batter, and then I would see it and be like, hey, guys, Panthers scored. And there, ironically, there's sometimes two or three people – in the spring training team that have done camera work or something for the Panthers too. So there were a couple of them who were like, Oh, let's go. Like, you know, so, and now that the Panthers are playing so well, the fever is catching. So basically everyone was like, Oh, you know, awesome. You know? Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of these things where I'm always paying attention at the very least. I've got a game tracker go and check in the score every so often. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I hope that come playoffs uh, I'm just, at watch parties, if not, you know, calling the games. So I, I think there's going to be some fun uh, road activities uh, for that period. But yeah, I mean, the Panthers, as you said, it's my baby. Uh, been a fan since day one, and uh, I—that's the team that I'm just like, oh man, I got to, I got to follow regardless of the situation. Mm. Yeah, and with you doing all those, um, you said I, I remember I, I I noticed that you said that you're really you really love doing basketball. Um, is the reason why you like doing basketball uh, so much is because you always you're always uh, saying a player's name like after a bucket hits uh, versus baseball you you might not always have you might not always be talking all the time um, unless unless you're announcing the batter um, is 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 that is, is that your thought process whenever you uh, whenever you're thinking that uh, bas basketball is one that you really like to announce. I think actually it's pretty dead on um, because yeah, even in a sport like football uh, PA is very weird in football. It's almost like you're doing play by play. It's always just seven yard pass from the QB to the wide receiver uh, second and three from the 40, like you're giving so much information in football that it's almost impossible to uh, really, really give your best vocal uh, performance because you're just talking as opposed to when you're saying a name, like that's when you can really make sure, oh, am I, am I inflecting the right way? Am I really pumping up the home team? Am I really, you know, monotoning the road team? So basketball was, I mean, my favorite things of announcing are really those charge moments for the home team and those like penalty on number six for the other team. So, I mean, like 
that's all basketball really is, is just basket for the home team. Say the name really loud. Basket for the road team. Really monotone. And that's like my favorite thing about public address announcing. So, and it's so back and forth and it's so often it's 60 to, you know, 70 to 60, 80 to 70, like these high scoring games. Um, and you're also right there. Mm-hmm. That was the really interesting thing. So in football, you're in a box. In hockey, I'm up in the press box now. In, in baseball, you're up in the booth. In basketball, you sit courtside. Like you're right there with the players. Um, I almost got hit in the face of the ball once or twice. So, I mean, like it is, it's an interesting experience. You're right in the game. Um, but yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. I love my names. Um, I love the home and the road part of, of saying names. So that's what basketball is. And that's definitely a big part of why I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then also I think about it with like football as well. You also have to like say like who the intended receiver is possibly it's- who broke up the pass as well. So it's a lot, but it's also making you view the game a little differently and making you like break down too um, versus the other ones. Maybe you could just be saying the name and not, not process maybe as much, but football, you have to like be like literally like, like that whenever, whenever it comes to, because, because of course you have a play clock. So you have to like be, be like really fast too with that too versus it. And also um, announcing substitutions too in hockey, you don't announce substitutions. It's on the fly. So that's another thing that I consider when you have, when you're dealing with like different paces too. So, and, and with baseball, you could just sip a, sip a glass of water and just, uh, and, and wait a little bit. And I did that sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I think that was my favorite thing. Also, One of my favorite things about the experiences over the past year was I think I became a better Panthers announcer um, because of these other sports, because every single sport that I did forced me to grow um, in different ways. I mean, my I think one of my first crowd pumps came from FAU football. And then when the time came for the Panthers and, you know, a lot of the the hosts who had been doing pumps in the past are no longer there. They're like, what can you give us for this? I'm like, let's give it a shot. Let's see what I can do. And now crowd pumping is is mine at Panther games. And I'm getting stronger at that every time that, uh, you know, every opportunity. So it's just it forces you to kind of grow. And when you do the same sport in the same spot for, you know, a number of years, like you can fall into habit. And my motto has always been always take constructive criticism, always up my game. I'm like an athlete, you know. It's like a basketball player who's like, okay, well, I'm good at free throws. I'm good at jumpers. I'm good at dunking. But, like, I need to work on my threes. So I'm going to spend the summer working on my threes. Like, that's kind of how I want to look at announcing for me because I do have lofty dreams of being, you know, one of the greatest. Um, So I want to find the holes and I want to work on them and continue to grow my game. Mm -hmm. It's 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 like you can it's like you can draw a Venn diagram and uh, of all three and how they have in common and how you could implement each one into the other. And I, I feel like I feel like you could really do I feel like there's so much um, the the mindset and, and of course, growth that of when you go outside of the hockey, it, it brings it back in and, and, and good for you that you've been able to like you you see yourself as a as a better uh, Panthers announcer um, due to that. But a, a few more, a few more here for you is um, this, this motto and this um, quote that you leave on your, um, on your clipboard for Panthers games. Um, t- correct me if I'm saying it correct. It's like first 32 uh, last. Um, 
I, I think and and I heard you explain it on an, on another on another show talking about um your the your mindset behind that um t- talk talk about um talk about how your mindset behind that and just the how how grateful you are for something like this yeah um great question um the first 32 last logo that I designed um was just one of those things to make sure that I never take it for granted you know there are times where there might be two home games in two days and you just like are just grinding and you're burnt and you're just like you have this oh this feels like work for just one second and you're like you never want it to feel like that and I'm talking any gig any you know any job <clears throat> so especially for this uh <clears throat> excuse me sorry uh the the first 32 last thing was just I wanted something to make sure that I didn't take a single second for granted. So the first part of it is um, somewhere out there in the crowd, every single game, there's somebody who's hearing my voice for the first time. I refuse to believe otherwise. There's always somebody new. There's always somebody who's coming to their first game. There's always somebody paying attention for the first time. And my goal with that is to make sure that they leave with a favorable impression. If this is the first time someone's ever heard my voice, better make sure you do a good job, right? Because this is literally their first experience with you. You want them to say, hey, wow, that's a fantastic announcer. What a, what an experience this was. So the first is for all the first timers out there who are hearing me for the first time. Uh, 32, obviously that used to be 31. 32 is the reminder of, hey, there's only 32 of these jobs in the NHL. There's 32 NHL public address announcers in the world. So, I mean, holy cow, what are the odds of getting that in such a huge populated country? So, I mean... That that's the obvious one. It's just like there's only 32 of these. Uh, you better not take for granted anything because the opportunity is very limited um, and you're very lucky to be where you are. <clears throat> and last is the ultimate with that last is uh, <clears throat> call every game like it's your last uh, at the professional level, because it might be. Um, and that's just how pro sports is. You never know what's coming. Um, it's it's something where you just have to be grateful for every second of it. Um, and so if any game in that seat could be your last for whatever reason, um, you better make sure that you're leaving everything on the table because, you know, every single game can be your last for so many reasons, but especially in the professional ranks. So I feel like if I can convince myself to call every single game, like it might be the last time that I have a chance to do what I love and to get the crowd revved and to be where I want to be, like, that's just that little extra added motivation that I need to just take things to the next level. So that's my, my first 32 last. And it's just, uh, I've, I've enjoyed kind of, you know, keeping myself mentally uh, sharp with that. Mm-hmm. And, and based on the calls that I, that I hear for, for you, it, it doesn't even sound a bit that you take this for granted. Uh, that's for sure. And of course with the 20,000 seat arena, um, there has to be always every single game, one person going there for the first time, even, even for the playoff playoffs there's always going to be at least one maybe maybe it'll be a who, who knows uh maybe it'll be a whole section of people that that are hearing it for the first time and then that's the first one that they that they that they hear the 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 excitement the i mean the the building the building was i i mean i was i was there for game one last year and just a nine thousand seat crowd before they eventually raised it to 14 for game five just that vibe there alone was just I, I tell people this all the time. I haven't said this in a, on a in a while on this show. That game specifically, even though the Florida Panthers lost in the last minute, that was an event that I I hadn't felt more alive at a sporting event than than that game as as a as a one that I 
attended in person of and of course we also got we also got to put a little bit of context in there it's a it's a it's a it's a playoff appearance for the first time in a while it's a state rivalry as well so so many things on the line and as as the as hopefully the panthers advance more and more into into the postseason that adrenaline rush is going to go through everybody from from everyone down to the players to to you to the broadcasters to people in the press box that adrenaline rush it's going to feel so real and I, I I can't even imagine. I I I could try to think about how it's going to be, but again, you just never know until you're there. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm having a little morning frog uh, throat action. Um, <laughs> but I definitely wanted to echo your your sentiments there, um, because yeah, if there's anyone who's on the fence, they're like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm debating whether or not I want to grab tickets to the games. Like, it's what you said. Like, this is going to be something special. Like, I was recently at a USA soccer uh, world cup qualifier in Orlando. And I was like, th- that felt like a, a religious experience. Like that's just for those, those of us who sports are kind of our religion. Um, there are a select few times where it's like, yeah, this is what it's all about. This is why I love sports. We look at it kind of romantically and I can promise like there's going to be some times in this for however long we're blessed to be in this, in Lord Stanley's dance, hopefully all the way there's going to be times where you're just like, oh man, I'm so glad I did this. Thank goodness I decided to grab tickets. Even if it's last second, I promise you, like if you're a Panther fan out there, you're on the fence, you're like, uh, I don't know if I can pull it off. Like, you know, if there's any way you can pull it off, I would definitely recommend uh, doing your best. Obviously, I know this is a crazy time. Times are tough for everyone right now. If you can't afford it, it's certainly understandable. But if it's one of those things where you're comparing this to something else, like, oh, am I going to go to the Panthers or am I going to, you know, buy some Air Jordans or something, you know, go to the Panthers game. Like, I promise you, like, this is going to be an experience that you never forget. Um, and uh, I'm just, I can't wait to get going. It, it's, it's, it's also crazy because me, me as, me as a fan and someone who's not at all 41 home games, sometimes even for me, I have to, I have to go to a game once in a while and travel down to get that feeling again of what it's like in the arena. Of course, the the broadcasters do a great job on the broadcast of what they do but just being there in person just the feeling it, it's just not the same as what you get what you get on television and of course when you hear the acoustics of FLA Live Arena I mean I, I mean I've been there for a concert too uh, as well so uh, acoustics there I, I give it a, I give an A plus for how how they how they use uh, their acoustics um, there in the arena so just the the the, the being there just last month, I, I I I was reminded of like what that feeling is like of like a high intensity. I mean, I was there for that Montreal game, um, down four, up four one, um, tied, and then scored three unanswered. So I got a little bit of that rush, a little bit from okay, you blew a lead. Now can you can you catch up? Can you find a way to pull away? So I got I got a little bit of that feeling back, and I'm definitely hoping. Um, to have that come playoff time again and i'm hoping for anyone listening like like him i want to also repeat what um imber said if, if you're able to afford it if you're able to like g- give yourself an opportunity give it a chance if you give give also hockey a chance if you've never uh had um that that opportunity to go to one and this is this is gonna like i said i became a fan of the panthers in their t- 2012 playoff run and that created a fan out of me. This playoff, whether they advance or not, 
it's going to create new fans. And of course, new fans means more exposure for someone like Andrew Imber. So um, one more, <laughs> one more question. Um, you told me about your uh, story of American Ninja Warrior, the last go round. Um, is there an update based on making a comeback for Ninja Warrior? I mean, unfortunately, you know the drill, right? I mean, like, I have submitted every single season since 2016, so about seven years now. Um, and I've only gotten the call that second year. The second year I applied in 2017, was fortunate enough to get the call again. Talk about astronomical odds. Ninja Warrior is pretty astronomical. Um and since then, I've not gotten the call. Um, I didn't get the call again this year. I, I did submit, though. Um, I think that I need to get a little more creative with my submission videos going forward. So I'm, you know, messing with plans and ideas for next season, um, because the only way you can get onto such an exclusive show is to just wow them. So I'm definitely working on some ideas to kind of get that shot because, yeah, I, I think it's overdue. You know, I never stopped my fitness. I got a Spartan race coming up in a couple of weeks, actually the morning of a Panther game. Uh, I think this Saturday we play either Tampa or Toronto in that last weekend series. Um, I'm actually going to be at a Spartan race at eight in the morning, and then I'm going to be cleaning up and, and uh, getting my suit on and right back to FLA by the nighttime. So it's going to be uh, fun. But yeah, I, I'm always looking for new fun uh, ways to challenge myself athletically. And probably within the next hour or two after I sign off with you, I'll probably be at the gym. So that's something that's uh, obviously a big part of my life. Mm. The the gym was me this morning. Uh, so so definitely again their fitness on. And of course for me, once I hop on off of this call, uh, refereeing some playoff games uh, in district championships, uh, getting getting my fitness on. So um, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show once again. Uh, ho hopefully I don't take a huge gap between uh, you getting on. Definitely uh, have have having you on uh to talk about like how you're feeling about this panthers team of course your 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 gigs that you uh keep getting and building up your resume so tell everyone on the show where they can find you online i always make it as easy as possible i'm at ember voice on twitter on instagram and twitch which i haven't been doing as much of lately because of all the announcing but i do stream some games sometimes usually some interactive community stuff so if you like to have fun and laugh a little bit and, and just even talk Panthers. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at that same uh, Ember voice. And yeah, you know, I really appreciate the support from everyone. And uh, I, who knows, just get at me on social because this summer I may be even doing freelance personal training again. So speaking of the, you know, staying fit and stuff, you want to get your, your curls on and stuff like that, get that summer bod ready. Uh, I may be doing some personal training over the summer. So uh, definitely check me out. Ember voice everywhere. Uh, for uh, for marketing purposes, before we get it, sign sign off, um, show 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 the gun, show 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 them. Can we do that? Can I squeeze that onto? Yeah 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 yeah. Okay okay. If if that doesn't convince people, I don't know what what can. I mean, so so hit up so hit up Andrew Imber, PA uh, PA announcer for the Florida Panthers and uh, fitness guru. I, I guess uh, until I be until I. Uh, create something better for you. So thank you so much for coming on once again and hope to have you back on soon. Anytime, man. Thank you so much. Let's do it again soon. Come playoffs. Absolutely. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire. Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure you listen to today's episode 
of Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez with Andrew Ember. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day.